<laughs> we are live. And as I was saying, Mike Miles, the one and only, is here with me tonight. I'm so grateful. Man, the way I see this guy, he was in the jungle with a machete, chopping down trees, literally paving the path for the rest of us. We have a pioneer of the industry on the call. If you guys don't know, Mike was one of the original Go Live educators, and I believe the original Go Live educator, right? He's one of the founders of the Trade House. And like I said, he's paved the way for thousands, thousands of people, including myself. And I remember the first time I got to really meet Mike. The very first time I met Mike, it was in a hotel room in Vegas. He probably doesn't even remember me. I was that kid in the corner that was too scared to talk. <laughs> I like was starstruck. But I remember the first time we actually got to have a conversation. Um, we were sitting down in Fort, Fort Lauderdale with a big group of people just hanging out. And, you know, I always known Mike was one of those guys that just saw life, life differently. But hearing him in that setting, hearing him in a, you know, more of a formal setting where just hearing him speak his experience and his outlook and his views on life, it, I still, to this day, that conversation sits with me from Fort Lauderdale. And, you know, every convention since I've managed to find him in a situation where we're able to just kind of go at it and talk about some crazy stuff. And I, I know everyone who's been a part of those conversations in the past with Mike, you just get an extreme and a tremendous amount of value. Am I right or am I right? Drop some sevens in the chat for our man, Mike Miles, the one and only, the CEO of Forex. <laughs> Mike. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my lord. How you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm great, man. Jordan, thank you so so much, bro. I mean, I don't think I remember the Vegas, but I definitely do remember Fort Lauderdale. And um, you know, getting getting those types of experiences are always, you know, something that is an absolute pleasure for me too because there is a lot of them, but I remember a, a lot of them as well. And um watching just again the transition from people's were from where they started like either that's i mean there's people that will show up to those things that are literally started last week and they just somehow found themselves to a convention <laughs> or something or people that have been in you know like for a year or whatever and that's their you know their first time having those types of experiences it's really a pleasure to me and this is something i say all the time which is i People, I guess people always just try to say that it's my information or that I'm so, you know, any kind of thing like that. And I don't ever want it. I'm just a messenger of information. It's not my information. And so, again, really, the thanks is always with me that other people are willing to give the information a chance to actually be heard, to be a part of this entire experience. I mean, without everybody here, the world can't change. So camaraderie between all of us is, again, truly what I'm most thankful for. So I'm doing great, by the way, bro. I'm <laughs> doing fantastic. That's great to hear, man. You enjoying the, you enjoying the new whip? Yes, I, <laughs> yes, I am. Have you topped it out yet? No, it, um, uh, for engines like that, it, uh, it, it unlocks. So like right now it red lines at 3,500 RPMs mm -hmm. after you get past 500 miles, that's when the RPMs scale back to 6,500. So I'm only really getting like half the engine right now because it has to, you know, the engine's brand new, so it's gotta be broken. And so literally the car will start redlining and, and shift gears at 3,500. So I was going 130 and I literally did not even know. <laughs> I mean, it felt so natural. The car, <laughs> okay. All right. So I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll keep this part just as extremely simple. My grandpa, when I was three years old, would sit me in his Corvette and he would put my hands on the steering wheel like this. You know, I, I literally have a vivid memory and he did it a couple of times throughout my life as well. But ever since then, it has always, always been the quintessential car for me above everything else. It was always, always, always the Corvette for me. And so to have it now, even when I was, I was driving it on the way back from uh, uh, Vargas's house tonight. And it's just, it, it really, it still really hasn't sunk in because it's not just a car to me. It's the childhood dream bucket list. One of the, the ones that have been on there the longest. So it's uh, again, it's, it's a lot to take in because pretty much again, my entire life I have wanted one and that's just, yeah, the, 
to actually have it, you know, is, is crazy. Oh man. I'm, I'm so happy for you. That's exciting. That's, it's like one of those things when your mentors is doing that and you're like, this is the guy I learned from. So I know one day I'll be doing that for me. Absolutely. Mentors, but on the audio, that, that is one thing I did want to say about it is um, one of the net positives uh, that from, cause people have been, you know, hitting me up and, you know, talking to me about it and stuff. And, you know, just to even hear that again, really one of my favorite things about it is that, and I, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal here egotistically. I'm just saying that you now, anybody can point to me as the billboard and say, if he can do it, I can do it. It's that much more possible to get to. And so the belief that it is installing, not just within myself, but for everybody, because this is what I have been telling people. And I'll tell everybody here, guys, it's not me. It's not, you know, Jason Brown, Matt Rosa, you know, Emery, Darwin, any of them. It's just the people that stayed consistent. Consistency, again, as a, as a social confirmation, that's what that is. And that's, again, what I just always want people to make sure of is that if you literally stick with the same vision against all odds, you get different results. That's what it is. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah, I hope you all are taking notes. Like, guys, these aren't just conversations for entertainment. I mean, we have a good time here. Mike, I'm so glad you're here in the sesh. I know we've had a lot of calls like this, but yeah, guys, if you're not taking notes, you're missing out. You're really playing yourself. And so I want to jump right in, man. I know we could probably talk about cars. We could talk about BS all day long, but I, I do want <laughs> yeah. to have a bit of a theme to this yeah. conversation. And obviously, yeah. the title is Cryptocurrencies. So I'm going to start it off with this, man. I mean, everybody loves Bitcoin. I think we all enjoy Bitcoin. But what, what do you got your eyes on in the market outside of Bitcoin? What, what's your, what are you looking at for altcoins if you are or you're not? Well, I am, but I'm, I'm not as well because right now um, a lot of investments have just been going towards more recently sandbox um and obviously just virtual property on things and then also of course you know nfts are i mean they're ridiculous right now so a lot of you know really at least more recently that's where a lot of my focus has been as opposed to um uh, i mean x you know just just to name off i guess all of the easy ones as well just xrp bitcoin um, even still, I do look at Dogecoin. I don't really mess with it, of course, but, uh, um, you know, a lot of just, I guess a lot of the major ones in terms of the, again, the altcoins, there's definitely a lot of work that goes, or, or at least the work that I put into researching them always just one of the keys objectives that I'm looking for is that if they, if they're there, what do they solve? And that's always a wonderful question. Like, anybody can make something like dogecoin like me and you jordan could create an, another coin right now you know but if it doesn't solve anything or it doesn't have any kind of quintessential value to people in some kind of way with what it of course does with blockchain and and into the entire other space with all of it then it's not something i would really be looking at but yeah um tron i was looking at tron but it's not really one that I, i'm too hyped about i was but then me and jordan had a conversation about it so or me and jordan morgan i'm sorry had a conversation about it and uh um yeah just really keeping my eyes right now on the main ones and of course nfts and virtual property oh yeah oh yeah i think that's there's a lot of nuggets in what you just said guys like you don't have to go crazy and like try to understand the whole market and you just keep it simple with the top and once you understand like you're good with that. And I kind of like curious, like, what do you make of all of, the, all of the hype going on in the market? Like where, where are your feelings with like where we're at and just the emotional market cycle? And, you know, cause I think everyone's wondering it's going crazy. Right. But like how much longer can it go? Right. Like where are we at with the emotional market cycle for you? Yeah. So um, I'm going to play a video here really quick. And it's about game. It's, it's, it's really quick. It's only about, uh, it's it, the whole video is two minutes and 39 seconds, but I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's more or less just a clip, but it's a news article. If you've been on my stream, I've, I've, I play it every once in a while, but, um, actually just no context. Let me just show you, uh, what, what my perception is to answer that question. This is, I'll elaborate after it, but let me just show you. 
Another so, roller coaster again, day for GameStop. GameStop, stock remember all that, guys? Dropped a whopping 44% as small online investors ran into a roadblock in their trading war with Wall Street short sellers. Basically, big investors were trying to make money by betting the stock price would yeah, drop. Yeah, so she obviously you know she's just explaining shorting but really the last bit of this and i'm going to play it on repeat just a couple of times but it's right after this right here after this guy it's the last guy but the anti-wall street sentiment that drove this that is not going away the people that were uh, putting stuff on reddit they outsmarted robin hood and and the stock market and I that is not going away the people that were uh, putting stuff on Reddit, they outsmarted Robin Hood and, and the stock market. The people that were uh, putting stuff on Reddit, they outsmarted Robin Hood and, and the stock market. So what he's just saying there is that, uh, it, it, again, this is a little bit of an example, but it's going to cascade into, again, even the market hype around right now. You can probably tell that that person, whoever that is, I'm not necessarily speaking to the individual, to that person, but just in general, he literally just said that the people of Reddit came together and completely shorted the market and that Wall Street and Robinhood were upset and that that's the bigger picture. Wall Street's not an entity. Wall Street can't be upset. It is a street in New York City. Robinhood is a company. There, the company literally cannot be upset. But beyond that, if we were even to follow that story that happened there, it was a five billion dollar loss. Is is the number that it, or yeah, that's the number that I saw the most was a five billion dollar loss to Wall Street. We all know how much forex moves in a day, right? Five billion dollars is nothing, nothing at all. Even if I granted what their story said is true. It's nothing because what they have accomplished with that GameStop and again with the hype, because it's not just even with cryptos, the indices are just making all time highs every single day, every single day, US 30, SPX, and then NASDAQ. there are so many things that every single day they're more or less making all time highs. And it was kind of the same little situation here with GameStop is that they are literally more or less trolling everyone because no army of internet people came together to create a bunch of accounts on Robinhood, actually put money into these broker accounts and actually committed to the short of games or, you know, to the opposite, to the buying of GameStop. That doesn't exist. It never did. But the media narrative is, is that again, a bunch of people came together and we beat Wall Street. We, the people kind of thing. It's a, it's a farce. It's a fallacy. These people control and not manipulate. They orchestrate the markets. They have every, they are the liquidity providers. They know exactly what is going on because even if, again, it costed them $5 billion, it wouldn't, you know, that's literally nothing. So my point is, is that the media bias that is going on right now is abysmal. It's crazy. Because with all of the moves and, of course, with all of the highs and everything that everything is making right now, it can absolutely, I mean, continue to go 100%. Because in my opinion, I don't think Bitcoin buyers, for example, are closing trades. I mean, of course, there are plenty that are. But for the people that aren't really traders, they got in it. I don't care if it was 30K, 40, 50, or even 60K. I, I would be willing to bet that a ton of them aren't getting out of of bitcoin because of course it just keeps going up right so why would they close their trades they're just gonna make more and more and more and more and more and just creating buyer euphoria they can hold trillions of dollars in drawdown they can literally send this to the moon if they wanted to really they honestly could just like something like brexit for example you can go onto any um GBP chart, and you can see the brexit candles it's the same thing there could be and in my opinion Yes, I do think that there is going to be a massive correction because there are so many imbalances at so many different price levels on Bitcoin alone, for example. There is so much and it's, it's layered. You can just see it. And there's just so many, because of course, all it does is go up right now, right? So mm -hmm. nothing can, of course, do that forever. And so, yeah, I, the media bias is unbelievable right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, thank you. I mean, so... I 
if I'm getting you right, you're 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 saying we're pretty much already in euphoria. Like we're there. We're at that. We're in the final stages. Yeah. 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 And then like what you other said with like the Dogecoin thing. Um I I was kind of getting like the sense that you were saying that that whole story was almost like uh like some bait for the people yes. to think that yes. they could take down Wall Street, that they could take take down, down Wall Street. Right. Uh, the easiest example imagine playing call of duty against the creators of call of duty they can do whatever they want they could right. turn on invincibility just because again they have control of the game therefore you can't count how do you even expect to beat them so, they are the moderators right and so <laughs> are you then tying that to saying that like you would view bitcoin as like the greatest bait of all yes i'm saying that like people are thinking that by buying Bitcoin that they're going to take down the system. And so, uh, well, I mean, there, yeah, because absolutely there has to be, okay. So I see what you're saying. There has to be that transitional change because mm -hmm. they, they can, you know, there's that, that move, but the, or, you know, that there's something like that can, that absolutely can happen. But the thing, the reason why I would say not the opposite of what you just said, but nobody knows where Bitcoin came from, of course. Mm -hmm. right. And so that's always a wonderful thing to remember as well. That's, I, it just all clicked for me. Me and you had this conversation in person. I remember that now. I mean, I really remember all of that. And that's what I, you know, even said to you then was that if you had the keys to the kingdom, if you owned the monetary system, anybody in here, it, like everybody that's listening to this, think for a second. If you had the keys to the kingdom, would you allow something like Bitcoin to threaten your power? If you had the utmost ability to do whatever, would you, would you allow something like that to, again, end your, your control? Because money is control. Mm -hmm. And so, again, they – and so I guess maybe a little bit of the opposite of, you know, the, the sentimental bias. Anything that is a – any kind of currency. Now, blockchain is different currency is the problem for the human race this is a much bigger conversation guys i'm just and we're not going to stay here i'm just saying that the answer to that a little bit more is that on a much bigger conversation we do not need monetary systems in the world that was again that's a, a contrivance that was made human beings did not we did not create this physical reality to have money Right. And to be able to gauge one another based off of how much money is made versus not. So, again, much bigger conversation, but Bitcoin and the solutions that it brings is definitely, um, you know, one of my favorite things about it. Because just to again, put it simply, because I answer questions very long. Um, <clears throat> they had the Internet. You can guys can go look this up. They had the Internet in World War Two. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs did not give us the Internet. They gave us companies called Microsoft and Apple. They got put on because again, Jeff Bezos is not the richest person in the world. If you, again, if you think Jeff Bezos is the wealthiest person or Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Zuckerberg or any of them, they've got you right where they want you. Definitely. Definitely. Bro, this is exactly why I wanted to have you here is to like be able to potentially recreate those conversations. And like really my goal with these is just to put an idea into someone's head that makes them go, what? And like, you know, because I think those kind of conversations and those kinds of questioning really, when you dig deep and like questioning what your reality is, who you are, why we're here, I think that's where the biggest breakthroughs come in. And it's always interesting getting all these perspectives and especially yours, like, obviously, like, I respect your opinion so much on the matter. And that's the kind of want to, I do want to take this conversation there. And I really wanted mm -hmm. to like, bring up the age old question. I think me and you have been conversing about for the last couple of years on the chances we've got to meet up, you know, and like, not just like your opinion of who Satoshi is, because I actually, I think, I don't know if that was Mike Neverett that said Satoshi is CIA or that was you, Mike, but. Um, no, it wasn't me. Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> probably Mike. Mike is in here. But oh. uh, I, I, I watch this one TikTok sometimes. It's, it's, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but <laughs> like, it's with Japanese words, like Hulu is a Japanese word for like entertainment, I believe. And they were taking a bunch of brands and putting the Japanese and translating them. And they were saying Satoshi Nakamoto in Japanese translated is intelligence agency. 
<laughs> this is a random, random thing. But no, it's not random. That is, you you see my point? How yeah. many people are shorting? How many people? Everybody's an expert in bullish. It's bullish. I mean, it's like you for it literally, it, the answer's right here in front of all of our faces. And it's going like, again, they have, why again? It, this is always my argument. If you were in control and you were all about domination and you wanted to rule the world, because that's their objective, right? It's about domination. It's not about them making money. They print money. They don't need money. They want control. Well, how do you do that? With the monetary system. So again, a, a threat, like let's, let's step on that side for a second. If Bitcoin was truly, you know, I guess the, the overwhelming bias of what it is, that would be a huge problem for them. And in my opinion, and well, not even, I can, I mean, I could present evidence as well that I consider empirical, but they don't control one side. They have control over both sides of the ball, just like World War, like all the world wars. They were on both sides. It's not Republican versus Democrat. They're both. <laughs> it's whoever we can point to and say, they're the ones that are in power. They're in power for a reason. They were put on by this, you know, the, the complex, I guess you could say, is what, you know, put, put simply, it might sound conspiracy theorist, but once we actually start getting real in conversations, there's no avoiding that because the word even conspiracy theory came from the CIA. Does anybody know where the CIA came from? What year? Guess what year? Can anybody tell me? Don't look. Can, you, can anybody in here tell me what year the CIA was established? No? Well, it was immediately, immediately after World War II. Because what happened in World War II? Yeah, Hitler, Nazis, all of that. What do you guys think happened to all of those, the Nazi scientists and, and all of those people that were conducting all of those experiments and doing everything? They didn't get lined up and executed. America hired them and the CIA was founded. The very next year. Not, of course, by mistake. I mean, it's literally declassified. This isn't a theory. They literally, it's, it's as clear as day. You know, they, the best way to hide a lie or the best way to hide a lie is in plain sight. And again, if I was that, if I was that type of individual, they could create the woke people bias by something like Bitcoin. And then therefore they have extension or control over the people that think that they're breaking out of the matrix. This is why I hate being called woke because that's just another culture that they have created like jocks or, you know, goth people or, you know, whatever, right? All these little subgroups of people. Woke is another one. And again, they don't just control their side of the ball. They control what information we even learn about. Have y'all seen Thrive? The, the Thrive, it's a movie I've, uh, you know, I've talked about it a hundred times. Okay, well, do y'all know who made Thrive? He's literally in the, he's literally like the narrator, Bob, you know, Foster Gamble, right? Do y'all know Gamble? Do y'all know what that is? That's the Procter, Procter, a family company. They're a super family. So even something like Thrive, even though the information is of course important, I personally push everybody through, uh, you know, through Thrive and make sure people watch it. But that doesn't mitigate the fact that it's coming from them. They control even the information we learn about. Think like, think much bigger because they are the people that we're talking about, guys. They're not stupid idiots. They are geniuses that that hide and hoard information and wisdom and awareness. They know they they have control over everything, and and so again, my whole point is is that. We're not dealing with ignorant, stupid people that aren't making decisions correctly. In fact, they're making so good of decisions that they're, again, controlling both sides of the ball. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. 5D chess, you know. And, like, I kind of have something new to bring to that, that whole conversation of, like, where Bitcoin comes from. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think, will we ever know? No, we won't. It's, you know, it's anonymous. I think it'll stay that way. And if we did know, and like Zach put that out last week, it was like, if we did know, what would it change? You know, but... I think what's more important, what sparked from my mind from our conversation last week, what I had with Zach was like, it doesn't really matter who created it, but I think what's, what's more important is the intention behind creating it. And I know we've talked about it as like an intention of like you just said of it being a false hope, 
Um, but also, you know, with the, what I've seen with the world and things, it's like I kind of have a, maybe a slight possibility in my mind that this is a, the intention was to reset the system. And right. And if they had to reset the system, well, what would they put in place of it? Um, what are your yeah. thoughts about that? Yeah. I mean, again, that's why Bitcoin doesn't answer the true human problem, which is, again, money. So absolutely. Uh, you know, I absolutely agree with that, that they could just get us off what we call the U.S. dollar and then all of us could be using Bitcoin and nothing would change. So absolutely, just in that regard. But if, you know, being being in the optimistic sense of looking at the positives, because, um, you know, I remember, you know, we, we've we've got I, I, I appreciate, you know, Jordan, I appreciate that. I promise you it's a debate. It's not like, mm -hmm. oh, you're stupid and I'm right. You're wrong. like, no, it's actually like traverse of, you know, information. That's the point. And so, you know, until I have just seen it time and time and time and time again of where else they are doing this and so much so that it's almost like I'm buried in an avalanche of the demonstration of their control. If we can't go to Antarctica, which we can't, by the way, because it's protected by the US, uh, the United Nations, that was also founded the same year the CIA was made because they figured out something down there. It's not just, you know, penguins and ice, because if it was, they wouldn't give a shit, or I'm sorry, they wouldn't care if anybody went down there. There's something down there worth hiding, right? So if we don't know the person who originated bitcoin i actually what could change if that's what i would like to actually have exposed is that if uh people you know found out that it was just them what's that quote that goes around i'm sure somebody in here knows it if somebody found out who created bitcoin it would just it would just collapse I, I don't remember who that quote, uh, I don't even remember exactly how the quote goes, but it goes around because again, they, that's them. That's what I would do. Create problem, reaction, solution. What is the problem? The problem is the debt, the monetary system, blah, blah, blah. We give the reaction. They give us the solution. They do this over and over and over. It's called the Helgen dialectic. Problem, reaction, solution. And so absolutely, this could just be, and in my opinion, I'm, it, in my opinion, it is just another one because if I had the keys to the kingdom, I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow something like that to happen. Tesla guys, right? Y'all all know um, Nikola Tesla. What did they do to him? Y'all know what happened to his lab and when he cured cancer and fixed energy, they literally burned down his research, all of it, they got rid of it and what they couldn't take from him, they copyrighted it. So, I mean, it's that bad. I know there's so many people here right now that are probably like, what kind of conversation did I just walk into? And I'm so glad you guys are here. If you guys are lost. If you guys are overwhelmed, if you're feeling some type of weight, it's okay. Because this information we're talking about tonight you're supposed is really to. Exactly. 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 And that kind of was one of the questions. That's the, the follow-up question I had too. Um, what I just said before is like, do you think crypto has the potential to replace fiat? Yes. Why not? I mean, but then again, and this is kind of my whole point. It's been doing this since the seventies. Credit cards are crypto. We've had crypto since the seventies. Like it's not new. Blockchain is new. Blockchain is new so again the applications all that yes 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 but the idea of again an electronic currency has existed for a very very long time it's not new and so you know again credit cards that like that we already are in that space and so yeah if you want to call it this or if you want to call it that i mean it don't it it in my opinion guys with with all of the pumping that is going on on Bitcoin right now. The, let's put this in a price action understanding. What they did in the Great Depression in the United States, the, the 1929 financial crash, and this is, again, stuff you guys can go look up because, again, they did this during the Great Depression. What they did was that they deliberately crashed the market. Why? Because then they swallowed everything up because, of course, they had money. That would, they could, it, the crash didn't matter. This, oh, by the way, this happened in 2008 as well. If you guys have not seen the movie The Big Short, you must watch 
the big short because it literally explains what I'm explaining right here. I'm just using the stock market example. They crashed it on purpose, bailed themselves out and bought everything up. So again, the same the same thing that, again, the housing crisis, it's not like they didn't know what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. If you guys have seen the movie, the conversation is with Steve Carell and the, uh, the CFO manager at dinner. And then, you know, like he, he really starts to understand how unbelievably, how bad it is. You know, like how bad this situation has really, really become. The financial system that we, again, are trying to emancipate away from, to get away from, of course, offer a solution because then again, we can have control over the woke people and the ball keeps rolling. And people don't really realize like how transparent Bitcoin is. Like Bitcoin is fully public. It's fully transparent. You can't hide in, block, in the Bitcoin blockchain. I mean, there's other blockchains out there like Monero that do offer that privacy. And what do you, what do you think about those kind of blockchains? Have you looked into like privacy coins like Monero? Do you think that's a threat at all to like the system you've been talking about? Yeah. I mean, peer to peer is one thing, but I'm, I'm sorry. The other thing that I did want to add and it, it even follows suits into that is that since the price action is so bullish right now, if they deliberately crash the market on Bitcoin, they're going to swallow all of it up. If, and if not right now, who owns the majority of the most Bitcoin right now? Y'all have heard stories kind of throughout the past year and a half, two years of banks starting to accept Bitcoin. I know that I know for a fact Chase Bank at the I, it, this might have been 2017 or 2018. They were firing employees for buying crypto, whereas, of course, Chase themselves, the actual entity is just I mean, they don't care, guys. You think they give it, they they care, they could care less if they're paying $20 for a coin, $20,000 for a coin, or $200,000 for a coin, because again, they can just print whatever they want. They can, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, however much money people make here is irrelevant to them. This is the buyer euphoria. So, once that happens, whether it happens again tonight or in 10 years from now, they can do it whenever they want because, again, they have that type of inerrant control. But peer-to-peer -peer kind of, um, you know, transactions as well. Blockchain and what blockchain can do, like we could have blockchain internet. Like right now, the NSA is able to listen. This, this entire conversation is being recorded. And every single person who's here with me right now, you are forever imprinted with me. Because if I'm ever looked or researched for, your IP address is now connected to me forever. You're, and so therefore, there's a little line and from my bubble to your bubble and to every single one of us. Every single one of us are now inevitably connected together in mass data. So um, they have, you know, that entire sense. So blockchain internet, for example, could mitigate something like that. But again, uh, they, the internet did not start in the 80s or whatever people, you know, typically like to believe. It's, it all started a lot longer ago. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you do get taken down, man, I'm going to go down with you. I'd love to. I'd love to be. Oh, I'm not dying in a bed. <laughs> I've known I've known for a long time. I say the same thing. And like, dude, I remember when in Puerto Rico, if you guys were there, you know, that was kind of crazy. And at one point I thought like we were literally going to have to squat up outside a building somewhere and like start a protest for you because like, that was nuts. But just know, bro, you have an army. You have an army behind you. You have an army of people that. Like, we're like, yeah, dude. We're, no, we're let them take me down and let me martyr. I, I don't mind being the martyr. Guys, my value goes down when I give the information. Mm -hmm. I'm, it, it does, I'm meaningless. So, like, if you want to put me here and you're here, just as an example, the more I pour out, the more yours gets filled. It's about being even. The imbalance is the problem. This is why, again, I'm always more thankful for, you know, for experiences like this. And Jordan, thank you for putting this together because this could be that conversation for somebody that changes their life forever. We have no idea the impact and the ripple effect of what's going to happen. So again, how do I really accomplish what it is that I want is by, you know, situations like this. It, I'm always so much more thankful. I promise you guys, it's not my information let them kill me, you know, because like you said, they have an army. There's an army of people behind me that know what I know. Screw me. Mm. I forget me. Mm. I will give all, I give it all away. Every, that's, and that's the reason why I know that they're going to kill me. They, they kill people that don't shut up about it. I know it. I mean, I mean, Michael Jackson, you know, Kennedy, 
Lenin, mm. Jesus, Martin Luther King. They mm. kill people that speak truth. What a goal. What a fucking goal, man. <laughs> Dude, that's literally why I admire you so much. Holy cow. Jeez. <laughs> we are, what we do, guys, we're threat. We, because this, how do we break this all, guys? How do we actually break the monetary system, whether we have millions of dollars or millions of Bitcoins, it doesn't matter. Everybody have an abundance of money, then it doesn't matter. You can break, capitalism requires money. Capitalism requires the workforce. Well, there ain't going to be a workforce, somebody working at the gas station or at the Walmart or getting your Amazon packages to your house. If again, everybody has an abundance of money, the world will change. It, and we're seeing to that. We're the threat. What do you, what do you see? Where do you see the world going, man? Where do you, let's like, let's stretch it out. I mean, let's stretch it out to the point where you think like those sort of things start to actually change. What does that world look like to you? Um, Cancer's gone. Energy problems are gone. There isn't like random third world. There isn't even a thing as a third world country anymore. Everybody gets immediate sustainable energy. Everybody immediately starts getting fed. Everybody immediately stops going through public indoctrination and immediately starts getting into real education. Everybody stops, you know, suffering because the suffering of the world happens because of profit, money. Money is anything, the idea, the concept of money creates I'm rich or poor. Mm. It is an imbalance and it will always be that way because again, we do not need money. It can, and, and if you want to ask about like the society, like what would society, it can be favor-based. Like your next question will be, well, who gets the Toyota and who gets the Lamborghini? That depends on the amount of effort and value that you pour into other people. Everybody will have, you know, their basic essentials like energy, you know, housing and things like that. Because again, that could all happen. There's billions of pounds that are of food that are thrown away because you can't profit off of it. So therefore we could absolutely feed everybody in the world. The world is not overpopulated. That is all a scam. Absolutely. We could do that. There's more than enough sustainable energy. We don't need oil. We don't need fossil fuels. We don't need any of that. That's another scam. They create the idea that there's not enough oil because of course they control oil. Um, you know, so the energy gets fixed, cancer diseases all get fixed, all of those kinds of problems. And then we actually start evolving and growing into a much higher version of the human race. And if you again, still don't understand back before 1954, the human race believed that it was impossible to run a mile in under four minutes. It was literally science concluded that a human being could not run a mile in less than four minutes. And then in 1954, one person did it. And then when that story broke out into the world, subsequently 700 other people also did it within that same year. And then you fast forward to today, it's the standard. So literally the standard of the Olympics or any kind of running sport where you have to be, if you're not running a mile in less than four minutes, you're not being looked at, right? Because everybody else can run a mile in under four minutes. If you can't do that, you're not going to be looked at. So the standard today was considered an impossibility a hundred years ago. That's the kind of shift that I'm talking about because we do not achieve what we consider to be impossible. We consider what we decide is possible and then achieve it. And so again, you know, we, we, we do not create abundance guys. We create limits. We draw lines in the sand and say, this is what's possible until we of course decide, no, I can do that. Just like with the Corvette, right? People, it's still like, everybody wants to be chairman. Everybody wants what we have. Right. And they'll always say that, but then when you see it or when you again can see something like that and installs the belief to where, well, if Mike can do it, I can do it. So therefore it's no longer in within out of bounds and now it's in bounds. Now you can get to it. That's the point. And we can absolutely continue that transition because again, we do not need money. We were not born here to make money. That's sheesh. Jeez, I got goosebumps, man. I got goosebumps when you're going in on that. And I think I talked to my brother and my sister and my girlfriend about this, like people closest to me. And it's like, you know, I'm with you there. I think I believe in everything you just said. But part of me is like also like 
what's it going to take to get us there? You know, is that, I know it's possible, but I'm also like trying to be a realist in the sense of like, is that possible for our lifetime? What do you think about that? Yeah. We, the six-year-old company, let's just, let's just speak about Mm -hmm. our company. In six years, we already have top five of the top 10 network marketing earners, right? Okay. Give this company 15 more years. We'll have the top 100 spots. Like screw just the top 10 because of what happens here. We're teaching people how to print money. Mm. How do you break the system from the inside out? Everybody makes so much money. Go chairman, do this, do this right here. I'm not kidding you. Like, how do we break the system? Guys, Christopher Terry, what he created here. And I say this all the time. And this is what I heard in 2016 and what I, what my brain convinced it's, you know, what my brain told my brain back in 2016, I will never forget the day, what I was wearing, the shower. I took the food. I ate the weather where I was standing in the trade house at that time. This is, it became this simple. We literally are learning how to make money for ourselves trading. And then on top of that, you get paid to show other people how they can free themselves as well. And not just a little bit of money, the most money that any company has ever seen ever. It is unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. I can't like, again, when I, when that hit me, when that thought, cause you guys can hear me, I'm telling you, you guys can hear what I'm saying, but you might not be listening with your belief systems. When you believe that, because when it hit me, it hit me, I, my jaw dropped. I stopped. I literally was frozen in time because I could not believe what I had found. Where else can you guys go and get what we have? Where? What other company has, do you guys just, I mean, he announced chairman 10 million. Okay, well, let's not even talk about $10 million because that just obliterates this argument. $750,000 a month. What other company pays that? Name one. Name one. Literally, any company. We are, I mean, like, yeah, of course, the shareholders maybe. And of course, like Jeff Bezos, like, that's not a company though. That's Jeff Bezos making that money. There's no one in Amazon that even comes close to the amount of money and the amount of value of shares that he has because most of his fortune, of course, is because of Amazon stocks. If y'all guys didn't know that, but I'm just saying that where else can we, I mean, this this is why I do what I do, guys. Why, Why I'm always in front of a camera, why I've been streaming, why Go Live was even created. Yes, I am the original educator. Why? Because of this right here. How do we change the world? Eviscerate the system from the inside out. How does that happen? Teach people legitimate things. Do not scam them. Do not steal money from people. Don't do any of that. Legitimately give everybody the sauce for free. Everything. Whatever you know, give it all away. As I, as I personally, you guys want to know how to go Chairman 100, for example? Mm. I don't charge people for anything, for example, because I have no expectation of return. I will pour and pour and pour and pour because in order to get, you must give. And so I give whatever I have with no expectation of return because in order for my life to have blessings like the car, my dream, my, my little boy dream car now that is sitting in my driveway that I've had for two days, it's not like I don't know how I got there. I know exactly the sacrifices and the decisions that I made specifically on certain days. I know where the trajectory of my life took me out of my Toyota, my, well, my Toyota Scion, my Scion TC to a Corvette. It's not confusing to me. It's a decision that you make in your mind because when you, it is a belief. I, and I say this all of the time, what we have here, guys, this is not a business opportunity for just strictly speaking on our company. This is a solution. It is a solution. It's not a, an opportunity, bro. Let's all go work and stuff. No, it's, do you want freedom or not? That's how I see it, period. Because mm-hmm. I don't care how long it takes anybody in here to see, even just in trading as well. Like you can ab- absolutely not go chairman. You could be a platinum, nothing. You can be a customer and absolutely achieve the same thing through trading. Are you going to do it or not? The universe is binary, black or white. Yes, no. Right or wrong, up, down, 
pick one. And inevitably you learn how to manage yourself and learn how to do all this, or the universe puts a thing in your life that we call bosses to manage you for you. Either way, you choose. You learn to manage yourself or the universe manages you for you. And of course, is it worth it? I shouldn't even, yes. Hey, the Absolutely. price of everything you want. But be ready for the price. Yeah. There's a price and you will pay the price just like we all do. We were taught lies, guys. We were taught lies on purpose. We don't understand money on purpose. When you do, you make a commitment to your entire life changing. And that, that you know, the pleasure that comes along with it, again, I know exactly the price that I paid for that Corvette that's sitting out in the driveway and my truck because I got the Chevy. It's not just my Corvette. It's I got my Chevy Silverado as well. And I've always wanted my Chevy garage ever since I was a little boy because every male in Texas has a truck. Every male figure in my family always had a truck. That's why I got a truck first and now I got a vet. I happened because of the cost, because of the price. The price for everything you want is everything you have. I promise you. That, that bro, that cross <laughs> is seared in my brain. That one's seared in my brain. And Man, I just love hearing you go off on that. I, I want to bring up a really good question from the chat um, from Pedro. You know, and I think he's kind of referring back to what we were talking about before with, you know, um, them having so much control over what happens and what doesn't. And he posed a really good question. I'd love to hear your um, kind of response to it. Is, I, I, let me go back up into the chat. Yeah, I can, I'll read it off for everybody here. <clears throat> Why would they allow I am to happen, though? We all have a different dimension in this call. Let's, fucking let, let's go. But uh, he Oh, oh that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, why time. they would allow it. Yeah. Well, I can definitely, guys, tell you, since I've been here since the beginning of everything, I've seen literally, I have, I can't tell you how many of the companies that are like ours mm -hmm. that have started and the SECs just crushed them. They're tiny, tiny, tiny compared to ours. So I know that, um, you know, that they absolutely were on their radar. So let's not get that twisted. They absolutely know we exist. The entire industry of network marketing guys knows. Because again, we have five of the top 10 on Forbes. And everybody in the industry knows this. So it's, first of all, definitely not a secret at all. How they could possibly go after us is changing legislation to make it illegal in some way, shape, or form. But of course, our CEO has already got us. He would just move us to a different country. So he would just do business out of a different country. So even if the states wanted to do something, he would move it to a country. And then, of course, if every country banned it, then we're going to have a lot bigger problems going on because then that's going to be <laughs> a much different conversation. But, um, you know, just like the states getting rid of it, but this isn't even, again, post exactly what you asked. Why do they allow it? Is because, of course, in order for them to be able to mandate their game, they, again, are not playing on just one side of the chessboard. So they are on control of both sides. And I'm not saying, you know, Chris Terry's a part of them or anything, because at least as far as I know, he's not. But again, yes, we are opposition to them, but they can't, you know, end everything. For the same exact reason is, I mean, we could take out the question of I am Mastery Academy and plug in the movie The Matrix. Why do they allow the movie The Matrix to exist? I mean, it's literally like a spit or, or like the big short or... Lucy or uh, 50 other movies I can name right now that deliberately just talk about what they do. And um, again, why did they allow it to exist is because they are again at that point of control that even us for us right now, we would become a threat later. So we, you could almost just say we're just a small fish right now, because honestly we are once, once we get to, you know, a hundred million people, yeah, you know, stuff's, yeah, stuff's going to happen for sure. Like, well, let's not get it twisted because when you have that many people in, in, in unison, imagine this guys, we all have a fortune. We've all learned through trading just in a scenario and we get on a zoom call like this and you're like, yo, what problem do we want to end today? And then we could just be like, oh, you, oh, you know, we don't like the energy industry. Oh, bam. We could just release free energy for free. We don't even charge anybody for anything. We just give everybody the ability to have electricity anywhere in the world. Boom, done. Now our name's in the history books. It's, I mean, it, it, could, be, it could be that crazy. It could be that wild. 
we have that much of a threat. Imagine all of us with an abundance of money moving in unison. So if it's like, hey, do you want to end like the energy crisis in Africa? Each of us could put up 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million. And, and of course, 10 million to us, it's not going to mean anything because there's people in this company that make it monthly. You know what I'm saying? So again, you have a, you have a collective of people that could even take something like that 10 million, you know, obviously when that happens, of course, and then take it into the markets and turn it into 100 million. I mean, the, the possibilities here are unbelievable. We, we just with the people here, guys, if everybody legitimately learns how to trade and actually commits to learning the skill and actually even goes chairman as well, you could imagine just what you could do in any of the markets when you're getting a paycheck like $100,000 a month. Then you go, you take something like that into the markets, and then the hundred thousand dollars a month is nothing because of what you're able to do in the markets. It's <laughs> like, yo, we're talking about hacks. These are mods. It is overpowered. It needs to be nerfed. It is OP. A patch needs to happen immediately because <laughs> this is way, 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 way overpowered. And those are video game terms. I'm sorry for anybody that didn't catch that. I love it though. We we're on the right side of that OP stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it will happen. It will be lit. Those conversations will be lit. Uh, yeah. Um, man, this conversation, guys, sheesh. If you've like been struggling to like convey vision to people, watch this recording over and over and over and over again, guys. Like, my gosh, my gosh. I'm taking notes here, guys. I hope you guys are. Um, but I, I wanted to um kind of shift the conversation a little bit. Um, kind of kind of give some value here for our, our new people, you know, some of the people who are maybe first time on a call like this, you know, been in the markets for not a long time. Like I really agree with Zach. He says anybody who's less than a year still, you know, a beginner. Um, I'd love to hear like what has been your biggest learning lesson in in the markets, just in trading, investing, the whole thing. It's taught me that I did not have control over me as much as I even comprehended the amount of for lack of a better term, indoctrination of emotional control that they have over us, this like psychological control, like music, for example. Everybody knows the top seven music, you know, with this top, like five topics of the top Billboard 100, right? Sex, feeling good, heartbreak, uh, anger, turning up, parties, money, those kinds of things. Those are the lowest forms of your chakra system. If you guys know what the chakra system is in your body, what's the base primal animal chakra where it's fight or flight, your animal brain, right? It's very primitive to be satisfied. Like for example, through sexual needs, ascension through all of the chakras inside of your body unlocks more understanding, right? They of course understand all of that. So the music industry, for example, is something that again, indoctrinates people to consistently think about the same thing. Guys, if I played, you know, a song that you guys haven't heard in five years, 10 years, 20 years, however, you know, however long it's been, but then I cut it on right now, I bet you would be able to sing every word to the song that again, you haven't heard in years, right? I could, it, and would be a specific song for, you know, obviously each person in here, but you can, you know, again, you can recite something that again, you haven't heard in, you know, five years, but you can't remember what we did last week. Like you can't, some people can't even remember what happened earlier in the day, hmm. but again, you can just recall a song out of nowhere because it's a program inside of your mind. It is like a USB drive that got plugged into your brain, especially if you listen to the song on repeat, on repeat over and over and over and over and over. My point is, is that what the new people need to understand is that if you can take that example and of course go verify it for yourself, because don't believe me simply off of merit go do your own research and, and simply have your own experience because don't take me, oh, it's, it's Mike, so therefore he must be right. That's exactly what's got us into this situation is because nobody has authority over their lives. We allow celebrities, actors, athletes to tell us what, what's good, what's not, all, you know, all of those different things. Our generation does not listen to politicians. We hate all of the politicians, but we do care about like what the Kardashians say or what Kanye or Jay-Z or Drake or 
to, you know, uh, Katy Perry or Beyonce or Lady Gaga or Madonna or the Beatles, even, you know, like whatever they say is how they have control over us. That exists. My imposition to the new people is that that type of control is exhibited everywhere. And the point of it is to control the mind's thoughts, what you think about, what your subconscious mind is thinking about, which is a thousand times more powerful than the version of you I'm speaking to right now. It's the subconscious mind. And if you fill it with sex, for example, and in relationships and romance and this, and that's all you listen to, what do you think that your brain is going to be thinking about when you're not listening to that music? You're going to be horny, right? That's my point. If you're only focused on something like that, they've got you. They have you here, even within when it comes to money. Guys, the imposition is, is what if you have been lied to your entire life and that you have to unlearn all of the trash that we have been taught to then relearn new information that's going to be better suited to you. If you think that you know what to do in this, they've got you. Because if you did know what to do with this, if you did have the correct mindset, then why aren't you already a millionaire? Why aren't you already exactly where you want to be? If you're not, then clearly there is a limit. Clearly there is a lack of understanding somewhere. So the quicker you can accept that and the quicker you can embrace the idea of that I need to drop not just the ego, but like what I think I know in order to allow space in your brain to be able to accept new information. You have to, you have to be, and especially the deeper beliefs. If you do not, everybody, like you want good results, right? Well, people think, oh, well, if I change the approach, that's going to change everything. For example, oh, gold doesn't work. So I'll go try EuroUSD. Oh, no, that doesn't work. So I'm going to go try NZDJPY. Oh, well, that doesn't work. So I'm going to change the color candlesticks. Well, that didn't work either. So now I'm going to go, you know, trade crypto. Oh, well, that didn't work either. So now I'm going to go try binary options. Well, that didn't work either. So I'm just going to go get a job. It is never all of these other things. Because again, the approach that you bring, whether you do this or do that, does not change the result. The approach that you have, your beliefs, what you think about, what you talk about, what you're focused on is what creates your approach that then inevitably fixes your results. Do not think that the devil in the details is the answer. It's us, the common denominator between all of it. The moment that you truly accept that, not just hear what I just said, accept it, your entire life will change. I promise you. Not even just with money, guys. Learning to trade can unlock it for you. It's my favorite thing about trading. You will eventually run out of excuses. It's no longer my mom's fault or this thing's fault or the broker's fault or the mentor's fault or the trading plan's fault or this. It's me. Oh shit. I need to do, I need to work on myself. The, the quicker you can get to that is the quicker your results will change. Period. The universe could care less guys. If you're living in a multi-million dollar mansion or under a bridge, pick one. And then truly pick to it. Of course, you're going to get challenged, guys. You're asking for things that people don't have. You want what the majority doesn't have? Stop doing what the majority does. And what does the majority do? Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Oh, oh, the whole company is a scam. Oh, trading's a scam. People literally will get a ticket from a police officer and then blame the cop for them getting a speeding ticket. Imagine the level of ignorance that we're dealing with. How is it the cop's fault when you were speeding and you got a speeding ticket because the police officer was just doing his job, doing what he's supposed to be doing. But then when that person drives away and gets to work, they are going to spend the entire day complaining about the police officer that was kind of hiding a little bit. So therefore it's his fault. The assumption of responsibility, the assumption of the blame, the assumption of everything is what is required. The moment that you start assuming responsibility when it's no longer excuses or anybody else's fault is the moment you change. Because I promise you guys, trading is trading works. The market literally goes up or down. Do not turn this into rocket science. It's buy or sell, blue or red. And then if you, you, manage, you manage what goes on, the losses, the take profits, if you know what you're going, like if you guys are trading right now 
and you were simply literally just buying and selling because you have no idea what you're actually going for in terms of profit on your account, what are you doing? You're just, I just want to make money. I just want to catch pips and make money. What the hell does that even mean? If you have no idea what it is that you're even going for, how can the universe even begin to possibly answer you? You're not in control. You just, I want to be a millionaire. What the hell does that even mean? Like, I want to be successful. Okay. Well, I want to make more money. Well, if you find a $5 bill on the ground, by definition, the universe answered you. That is more money. You didn't specify $5 or $500 million. So the moment you, again, assume responsibility is the moment everything will change. Dude, like you literally, you, you keep doing that, man. You keep answering the questions I'm about to ask. So, so I was about to ask like, what, well, how do people, you know, take control? I think that's what I've always got from you and your message, you know, is it's about taking that responsibility, about taking control. One, first realizing, yo, you're not probably in control of the things that you think you are. And then two, okay, now what do we do about that? And like a big part of that, I think that's difficult is accepting responsibility. I love qu quoting Jim Rohn. And he's like, you know, my mentor asked me, what, 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 why aren't you doing well in life? And I had this big list for him. You know, I had the government, you know, politics, the weather and this thing. And then his mentor told me, he said, there's a funny thing about your list. You're not on it. Mm. And I, I, I love that that theme. And I think that's really the most powerful aspect of personal development, of success, of, of any sort of achievement. It always, it always, always comes back down to that. It's like the responsibility. Like, do you take responsibility for yourself and your life? Because if you don't, you're also giving up the ability to improve it. Yep. Here, simple question for everybody. Go into the chat. Do you know exactly what is required to go to chairman right now, just for example, but you are you willing to admit that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing? Do you know how to trade? You know exactly what to do, right? But you're not doing it, right? We're all human beings. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's that simple. You know what you should be doing, but in spite of that, you're not doing it. Okay, well, the moment you start doing it and make the decision to do it, then it's no longer how the hell is, it's a mystery. How many times will you, do you want to get slapped in the face before you realize you're being slapped in the face? It's a choice, guys. Because again, I, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. It's a choice. I remember, excuse, excuse, it's never me, poor me, victim, blah, 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 all of it. It's all lies. The moment you are the highest form of creation walking around, we are creators, create whatever life you want. And we do, regardless if you, again, if you live in a, under a bridge or in a mansion, that is by choice. Nothing happens to you, it happens for you. Do not think whatever you're going through is the problem. You're asking for it because you must grow in order to grow. When you go to a gym and pick heavy things up and put them down, you destroy, you quite literally destroy your body. You shred your muscles. You must tear yourself down to rebuild stronger. How many ways must this get put for, you know, and I'm not speaking at anybody in here, but it's, it's the point. How long will you continue? Like for all of you guys that are saying yes, if you were genuinely saying that and not just saying yes, because you think that's what I want to hear. If you're genuinely being honest with yourself, that quintessential fact is the decision that needs to be made. Because if not, it's never going to happen, period. It's not, well, maybe that call or maybe this or maybe that, maybe the strategy. No, because none of that matters. If you do not make that decision, it doesn't matter what you do. It's not going to work until you make the decision, period. That's how this works. So if you guys can, again, be intellectually honest with yourself, you know what you should be doing. It's not like you don't know how to get a six pack, but why don't you have a six pack? If you want one, you know how to do it. You could get down right now and do as many crunches as you could possibly do until failure and then do it the next day and then do it the next day and then do it the next day. You will have a six pack. It's not like you didn't already know that. It's, are you going to do it? Man, I think we did just shut it down right there. <laughs> that, that's the sauce. That's it. You know, one last question, though, just for fun. 
you know, and again, Mike, I'm, I'm so thankful for you to be here. I think so many here, people got so much value from you. I'm sure some people's minds right now are a little fried. Like Zach Hogan said, if you like last week, if you're still stuck on what we said 30 minutes ago and you're not really here right now, that's okay. <laughs> that's totally yep. okay. You know, guys, drop some eights for my man, Mike. And Mike, I have one last question for you. And this one's a fun one. It's not at all serious. How, what's, what's that number, man? What's the number? How high do you think Bitcoin can go? Um, I, w- I would at least, I mean, my first projection is 75, but then after, if it, it depends on how it gets to 75, if it gets to 75, if it busts through it, then I would be looking for a deeper trace move. But if it just gradually climbs up to 75, then I'll probably start looking at hundred, at least right now. I mean, I could do that at pretty like 150, 200. I mean, we can go on and on and on <laughs> about that, but at least just relevant to where price is right now. The next major price that I'm looking at is 75 K. Let's go. Best answer so far. Mike, Tim, or Tim, Mike, Zach, they, they, they were too scared to answer that one. So you, you're the first one to give me a number. <laughs> I don't know like, why. I don't know, man. They're, yeah, you know, I don't know. Everybody has their own opinion. I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, Mike, yeah. thank you so much for being here, man. Um, thank you. Any last, words for, any last words for the audience? Don't quit. <laughs> don't quit on yourself not the business i'm just saying don't don't if you give up the person who says they can and the person who says they can't are both right Sheesh. really stop and think about it whether you say you can or say you can't you're right make the damn choice guys there is no motive but you don't lack motivation guys no one in here lacks motivation we lack understanding we lack awareness when you become more aware, you become aware of your, your faults, your problems, our problems, because they're systemic, because of course the world and the society that we come from, we all suffer from the same things. You, it's not your fault that the world, you know, feels like you've always felt like the world is against you. It's your challenge. It's your challenge. It's not our fault or anything. It's your challenge to break out of the system. And whether you do it or whether you're not, the universe could care less. Pick, pick whatever hard. It's hard to go to work every day, right? It's hard to, you know, get up and wear a uniform and go do stuff you want to do. It's also hard to know where you're going to buy and build your next house. Choose your hard. Mm. One way or the other. Mm. But that's it for me, guys. I love you all. Thank you so, so much. I'll be live in 45 minutes on my channel too for the ones that are here. If you guys want to jump on. But yeah, thank you. you again sincerely for your guys' time. Thank you, I'm, I'm serious. Thank you, Mike. You guys heard it right there. The CEO of Forex. That's a joke, by the way, guys. <laughs> There's no such thing, but the man himself. That's why I love it. The CEO <laughs> of Forex. LOL. <laughs> like, right. oh my God. The CEO of Forex. That perfectly captures what we're saying, this whole conversation. Yes. Like, yes. Here it is. So with that, guys, you already know, buy Bitcoin, short the banks. Peace out, guys.